All right, and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Sunpla. All right, so let's talk about some new game announcements and updates, Sasquatch. Well, Mortal Kombat recently celebrated its 30th anniversary, and by recently, I mean on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. And they had a game lined up to be announced. Mortal Kombat Onslaught. It is a cinematic story RPG. The catches nice. some mobile devices. It's a game. Man. Uh, per their release, we are pushing the boundaries of Mortal Kombat to allow players to experience the franchise in new ways while still tra- staying true to its core visceral nature. Uh, this is from Ed Boon, the C. The uh, CCO for NetherRealm Studios with Mortal Kombat Onslaught. We reimagined Mortal Kombat into a strategic team-based collection RPG with fast-paced group melee combat that both new and existing fans can enjoy. Translation, I hope you like loot boxes. That was serious emotional like whiplash. (laughs) (laughs) I I said it in that I said it in that manner for that reason. Sir, my neck hurts. Um, consult your, I guess, homeowner's insurance. That's an <laughs> home injury, man. Uh, Bungie has a new game that they're working on that apparently has been leaked. It is reviving the Marathon series, uh, which they previously worked on. Um, the original one launched also about 30 years ago. It was one of their first games, and they ditched it. Um, you know, when they start working on Halo and were purchased by Microsoft and everything. But it's a sci-fi first-person shooter. So, you know, that's what they do. That's what they've always done. They're very good at it. It's true. Uh, you were a security officer fighting off aliens on the ship Marathon set above Earth. You know, they're really, really unique in what they choose to do. Um, however, this new marathon game is reportedly a squad extraction shooter, uh, third per- with third person squads. So much like Escape from Tarkov, uh, the Cycle Frontier, Marauders, and whatever uh, Modern Warfare's 2's DMZ mode will be. Those are really the only squad extraction shooters we have. So expect it to be a more hardcore game. Final Fantasy 16 also launched a new trailer last week. Realize this isn't really that much news this week, but that, here we are. Um, so yeah, you, it's the uh, cinematic story trailer finally launched. So we actually have a bit of what's going on in the world rather than some graphical prettiness and some violence. Um, but countries have people known as dominants who control icons your typical summons and they can summon them from within themselves and it's 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 naruto meets game of thrones that's what this game is going to be doesn't mean it will be bad it's just the jinchuriki from naruto in a game of thrones settings And some news on the closing of Stadia. Um, Rockstar, thanks to the petition from a, a player who has played 6,000 hours of Red Dead Redemption 2 online, um, has decided to give everyone who has played within 30 days of the Stadia closing announcement the ability to transfer 
excuse me, to transfer their online data over to the platform of their choice. Um, why they can't just do that for everyone, I don't know, but it's Rockstar and all they do is release, <laughs> you know, money packs for a red for for uh Grand Theft Auto 5 online. Sony had previously made a tweet about a Bloodborne tease, but however, they have decided to uh, delete it. Um, it. Simply said, can you see it? Which PlayStation game cover are we zooming in on? And it was just the top left corner of the box art of the top left portion of the hunter's head on the Bloodborne official box art. Um, hmm. They have deleted the tweet. So hmm. I, I don't know what this means. Yeah, like it went from interesting to suspicious. If they're like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have leaked that. Then like them deleting it is like what makes it suspicious. So they're stumbling over themselves yeah. unless it was on purpose. But then we get into a, you know what I mean? Okay, look of- here. Sony's Sony's not that smart at marketing anymore. They've moved away from Japan <laughs> completely. So if it works, it's just dumb luck. Yes. Recently closed down MMO Terra is getting a new free to play relaunch. It's also getting new content, but it's mostly a mobile game. And the only way to play it on PC is uh, with a fucking uh, Android emulator. What the fuck is going on? Um, It's becoming highly monetized. So, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So, what is the obsession with mobile? No, you know what? I'm not gonna. They what also the completely. They've also completely rebalanced classes in there, removing a lot of the classes from races that were able to play most of them, and they're favoring the lollies of the game. So it's probably best to just steer away from the relaunch of Terra. Up, and I have my articles in a little bit of a misorder here. It's a bit more on the marathon game from Bungie. Um, it's in partnership with NetEase, who will be releasing the game in China for play, um, who developed $100 million into Bungie back in 2019. So, uh, you know, of the Chinese companies, it's not the worst one. Um, they're looking for no load times and minimal queue times. <clears throat> so trying to get you in and out as fast as possible. You're supposed to have a highly customizable central character for yourself. So Bungie's not really known for that. They're even the right still the Guardian customization is pretty lackluster. And there's a good chance that will also be free to play. So it'll be a live service game, um, which isn't too surprising considering Sony purchased Bungie to head up live service gaming for the uh, developer and hardware publisher. Um, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition and Age of Empires 4 will be hitting the Xbox next year. Um, this was just announced a few days ago, uh, the t- two days ago, actually. That uh, when 4 launches, it will be on the Xbox as well as Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. And this was for the 25 year uh, anniversary celebration. You see, this is how you do it. NetherRealm Studios. You give people something they didn't know they wanted. 
Also, this is probably why there was that Red Bull Wololo tournament that I that was on. It's probably because of the 25th anniversary that I just watched because of the name alone. <laughs> I mean, I was tempted to watch it. Team Ninja developers behind uh, Neo, the Souls-like series, and Team Ninja did uh, that Final Fantasy game too, right? Yeah, yeah. Stranger Paradise. Yeah, that other that other Souls like game. Yeah, it's. I mean, um, okay. They have revealed the release date for Wolong Fallen Dynasty to be March third, twenty twenty three, and this will be on the PlayStation Five, Xbox Series XS, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. Um, they have detailed a few various editions you can pre order: the standard Steelbook, Steelbook Launch Edition, Digital Deluxe Edition, and the DLC that will be included. Um, they will have a season pass, which will have three pieces of DLC. Um, they didn't say anything yet, but these pieces of DLC can be purchased individually as well. So who knows how long they will be. They also re- released a new trailer along with this if you want to check it out. And one of the games that CD Projekt Red teased, a Witcher game, um, Canis Majoris has been revealed to be an original The Witcher remake. And of games that are getting remakes recently, this is one that needs it. People can go back and play the original Witcher, which by today's standards is it's a very niche game. Uh, It's buggy, not very crisp, but it was good. But they are updating it now to be on par with how The Witcher 3 plays. So you'll have that to look forward to. Marvel Midnight Suns has just announced what the first DLC characters will be for the game. Um, They will be Deadpool, Venom, Morbius, and Storm. They will be the post-launch DLC characters. And even though it's a offline single-player game, they're releasing a season pass. So everybody's hopping in on the season pass train. Um, once again, this is launching on December 2nd on PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series consoles and PC with PlayStation 4, Xbox One and Switch having a later release date that hasn't been announced yet. And some news on uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which launches tonight. And for anybody who's going to be playing it when you hear this or over the weekend, um, if you have a physical disc version of the game, you have 150 gigabytes to download for some reason. So have fun with that. The discs are not big enough. Uh, so to put it into perspective, since the game's not the disc isn't big enough for the game, only 72 megabytes of data are on the disc. It's just literally I, I, a code. So I was going to say that's so that's just how um, physical discs work now that since like the PS4 era that none of the game that any physical disc you have, it always has a download. And it's not a patch. It's the whole game. And the, the reason is because all the physical disc is doing is it's basically like your access code, right? It's it's your it's license. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that's not confirmation just, that you own that's it. That's not all PS4 games. Many PS4 games. Sony has that pat for the d- dual layer Blu-ray, which is 200 gigabytes. Oh, yeah. But it's I, I mean, even a lot of them do that, though. You'd be amazed at how many games are like that. And I can confirm that because I have a lot of physical discs. And a lot of times I buy physical discs and pop it in and boop. 
70 gig download coming your way, which is I know half of this, but it's still like the whole game. It's just as big if you digital download. Um, yeah, a lot it's of just them will leave out for developers to do it that way. Out. A lot of them purposefully leave out portions of the game to be downloaded so they can't be accessed early and spoofed in various means. Um, if you're looking to play, if you're looking forward to play the Callisto Protocol in Japan, or if your native language is Japan and you're looking to play it in that, well, uh, tough fucking luck. Uh, the game has not received any sort of rating from the Japanese ratings board, so it is being pulled from Japanese publishing. Um, I have a message here that I Thank God it's already translated. I don't have to fight through that. The Callisto Protocol has decided to stop the release of the Japanese version. As of now, the CERO rating cannot be passed. We have decided that we would no longer be able to provide you with the experience you need. We hope everyone in Japan will understand. If you already pre-ordered, we will refund you. And this was due to probably violence. And the developer striking distance um, did not want to change or edit any of the content as it's close to release. And let's see here. Last bit of news. Um, Microsoft has stated that Call of Duty will be, quote, restricted on Xbox Games Pass. So, yeah, there's no real detail on it, but they said that uh, between deals with Activision uh, previously for the next three years of, uh, you know, exclusivity deals that Sony doesn't like, but they like. They... The console versions or the Games Pass versions will be restricted in content for them. Um, so this does include Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2. And with the recent release, the recent news of Call of Duty being launched next year to focus on Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2 add-on content. Uh, well, that'll just be this game and the next one. So all right, that's all I have. All right. Well, what do we have over in our legal debacles? My first legal debacle was my cat fucking meowing ceaselessly at the door to get out. <laughs> so, Bayonetta 3 has a bunch of salt pulling around it between the previous voice actor for Bayonetta, Helena Taylor, uh, Platinum Games, and the new voice actress, Jennifer Hale. The original voice actor Helena Taylor went to Twitter with a video claiming that Platinum Games and Nintendo only offered to pay her $4,000 for the role of voicing Bayonetta 3 in the third iteration of the, while highly popular, still niche game. As a, It's a small selling game, has a really rabid fan base, you know, times things like this. Jennifer Hale then <clears throat> came out saying that with a, with a release from Platinum Games, Jennifer Hale saying that she was also under NDA, which Helena Taylor said she didn't care and broke it, which I guess goodbye voice acting career. Yeah, for real. Damn. <laughs> uh, well, she came out saying that her past work should speak for herself, and she is one of the more prolific female voice actresses we have in the game. She is decidedly the better of the Commander Shepherds in the Mass Effect series. Uh, she was Femme Shep, so... Everybody loved her. Nobody liked normal male Shepherd. That was a robotic dude. But anyways, she said that her previous work should speak for 
Her uh, past work should speak for her herself and why she took up the role. She didn't release any sort of payment information because of the NDA. Platinum Games, um, their president, Hideki Kamiya, called Helena Taylor's claims sad and deplorable in their attitude of untruth. But they never said anything about that. Then it leaked. Somebody within Platinum Games leaked the contract information that Helena Taylor decided not to do. They offered to pair between four and five thousand dollars for four to five three hour sessions coming out to anywhere from fifteen thousand to twenty thousand dollars for the roles. So a thousand dollars an hour. Um, Helena Taylor didn't like this and wanted a six figure salary for voicing the role, which is not what anyone gets paid voice acting. Um, it turns out the four thousand dollars was for a cameo role of of one studio session since the game is takes place in a Bayonetta multiverse. So they were going to give her the, a cameo role for the original Bayonetta, which she turned down. So it turns out Helena Taylor just burned every single bridge she has in the voice acting community because she didn't get a hundred thousand dollars for 15 hours of work. Dude, I'd go voice a game for 15 hours for $4,000. Jesus. Right. Um, after all this came out, Helena Taylor backpedaled a lot and said, yeah, it was $4,000 for the cameo, but she still wanted that $6,000 figure because it's a $450 million franchise. So, yeah. It's a mess, and it turns out she just ended up with egg on her face. Over in Overwatch 2, Blizzard pulled a custom game mode. Um, the custom game mode was called Sexual Harassment Simulator. Um, it was clearly <laughs> mocking Blizzard. It was clearly mocking Blizzard because it used the character uh, Jesse McCree, which was one of the former Blizzard developers is outed as potentially raping women and one of the main people in the sexual assault allegations dealing with everything that was going on at Blizzard. You would throw your stun grenade at female heroes in the game then you would see bag them to get them pregnant and they'd have to go home for the pregnancy and they'd pop out a baby torborn this was the game mode it was clearly Holy throwing salt shit it was throwing egg and everything possible at blizzard and it was finally discovered when some like 12 year old kid came across it and went and told his dad oh wow and people are complaining like, oh, this is a game for 12 year olds. No, it's rated T. It's for 13 year olds. Get your fucking 12 year old off a game where you kill people, you fucking idiots. That aside, Blizzard has taken down the game mode mocking themselves. Also, many developers have been trying to get uh, Microsoft to remove the Xbox Series X launch, launch requirements. It seems that the minimal hardware is kind of hurting the development of games for consoles so the uh slightly worse hardware seems to be causing issues for development especially having to create a special mode just for the series s so who knows what will come from that all right that's all i got all right how about uh industry news then Uh, 
co-founders of Rocksteady Games, uh, the creators of the Arkham series of Batman games, as well as the new Gotham Knights. Uh, Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker have decided to leave the studio after 18 years. Wow. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're not uh, Gotham Knights. That Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Gotham Knights is from a different developer, but it's more like the Arkham games than Kill the Justice League. Sorry, it's confusing. Um, they decided that they just felt like moving on after the company. So there'll be a little shake up there. Seems the game is mostly done being uh, developed. It's releasing early next year. So. They decided to cut it quits and head on out. Bill Spencer also said that Xbox might have to raise the price of Games Pass. Um, so that's, you know, not really news. It's just really a thing that's been in the works. Um, however, he did say that they would not raise the price before the holidays. So go get the cards for years of time and stack them on up. NVIDIA has also decided to shelve the RTX 4080 card. Um, for some reason, the name of the card was confusing. Um, it was the cheaper option of the 40XX series. So now you'll only be able to buy, you know, expensive copies of the 4000 cards, which are just going to be literally bottlenecked by anything anyways. And you know what? Don't go waste your money on it. It's not even worth it. Just get a 30XX series card. There's no reason you need a fucking card the size of a laptop that that's that's my industry news um i have one that kind of fits in here um if you haven't noticed those of us who have nitro uh for discord have activities available now there's some of these that are pretty neat um most of them are kind of little games that you can play when you're in uh a voice channel um things like chess and checkers a few other little things um but it also includes a watch together feature which will let people in a voice channel watch a youtube video or youtube playlist together and collectively be able to like pause and like affect it So this is the feature that I think was was being alluded to when they uh, put an end to RhythmBot. So, yeah, we ought to test that out sometime because I know we've we've tried to do uh, similar stuff before. And that was that's a feature that I know I would have had use for in the past. I'm sure I'll get some use out of it. Let's see. So what do we have over in tech news? Sony has announced the PlayStation 5 DualSense Edge controller. Um, it is a customizable controller with back paddles, much like the Xbox Elite controller. However, it costs $50 more, meaning that this controller costs $200. So if you want to get sweaty for twice the cost of ordering a custom controller from someone like Scuff, it can all be yours. Um, it does have options for replaceable thumbsticks. However, those are sold separately and cost $19.99 each. Um, it is releasing yeah. on January 26th. So, uh, yeah, you can get a carrying case for it as well. 
Um, it has the DualSense Edge wireless controller in it, a braided USB cable, two standard caps, two high dome caps, two low dome caps, two half dome back buttons, two lever back buttons, a connector housing, as well as a carrying case. Okay, never mind. They're not even sticks. They're just like fucking those little dumb things you'd put on the top of your joysticks you could buy that people thought made them better. Uh-huh. That's what they are. So, yeah. I love those things. They don't make you better, but they're definitely more comfortable. I don't know. I just found wider controllers being more comfortable. They've gotten smaller and smaller. I hate it. I really miss how like big old original Xbox boats were. I just I really like those thumb grips because they like I don't know. It adds a lot more texture. Um, I just find them more comfortable. I'm one of those people who can access the entire screen of their iPhone 13 Pro Max thing by holding the phone in the back with just my thumb everywhere. Mm. So the smaller the controller, just the absolute abomination it is to use. All that love people had for the GameCube controller, I don't have because it was so small. Um, Yeah, that's all I have there. Last few bits I have are in movies, TVs, et cetera, et cetera. All right. What you got? Long live G4. G4 is dead. Um, Comcast has announced that they are closing down G4 studios again. Um, Again. Um, there was a press released from those at G4 over the past several months. We worked hard to generate the interest in G4, but viewership is low and the network has not achieved sustainable financial results. This is certainly not what we hoped for. And as a result, we have made the very difficult decision to discontinue G4's operations effective immediately. I know this is disappointing news and I'm disappointed too. I want to thank you and everyone in the G4 team for the hard work and commitment to the network. Um, this was just really could be seen coming after the multiple breakdowns on Twitter by their fucking lead female personality Frosk. Um, not a great person. Extremely racist in her lol casting career and got away with it. Uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Pereira was known for botting into their streams and stuff to inflate their view numbers as well as a whole bunch of other stuff on Twitter they did. So the writing was on the wall for this and it is gone again. If they try to announce it again, to, to revive it at some point? Probably not. I think this was the uh, last the last go for it. A lot of this is because uh, content creators who were on the show were apparently charging twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars per day to appear, um, which is probably a lot less than they actually make creating content a day. But they were able to get away with it, I think, because they just really wanted people on there, as well as they had over two hundred people employed. A lot of the people who worked there found out via a leaked tweet of the press release before they were actually all told themselves. So an unfortunate way to find out you got fired, but that's how it was done. Apparently, Warner Brothers is trying to take the Marvel Studios approach and has created the fuck. Where's the name? The DC Studios. That is not a part of Warner Bros themselves replacing the old DC Films moniker and they have also hired James Gunn to take over he will be their Kevin Feige um, he is known for his 
recent The Suicide Squad movie, which is fantastic. I recommend seeing it, as well as the Peacemaker TV show on HBO, which is also fantastic. I recommend seeing it. Um, Peter Safran, who is a producer, will also be there. They are the new co-chairs and co-CEOs of DC Studios. So. Pretty sure uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be his last Marvel movie. I don't think they would hire him back after he became the head of a competing franchise's movie studio. So we'll see. Maybe he'll be back for something. That's literally all the news I have. Um, Netflix will begin charging you fees for password sharing early next year. This was alluded to um, in a couple reports previously, but now, yes, they're officially announcing um, this is being tested in Latin America. Um, essentially, if it detects that you are using uh, Netflix from a an, from an area away from where you usually do for more than two weeks, uh, it'll prompt you with a message that says, would you like to add another profile for $7.99 a month? If you say no, then it'll stop giving you access. So this has been tested in Latin America as of right now, um, but it'll be rolled out globally starting next year. Over in favorite games. Say again? Oh, I have something for favorites. I have something for uh, favorite games when you're done, Thor. Um, let's see, what do I have over here? Um, so for Pokemon Go, uh, a couple large updates, a global map refresh. So um the Pokemon Go map is going to have a visual refresh with that is supposed to quote more accurately reflect the real world and how it's changed since the last update. So this maybe the removal of old roads or be- buildings or the addition of new ones. And Pokemon will also be appearing in more areas. So soon, different Pokemon will appear in even more places than before. So uh, that means that in densely populated areas, um, you'll see the same numbers before, but they'll be spread out more evenly. Um, For rural communities, um, it should increase the number of Pokemon that appears overall. And then for both RuneScape and Final Fantasy XIV, we have our annual Halloween events. Thankfully, um, Final Fantasy XIV's All Saints Wake is happening on Halloween instead of in January, February now. Um, (laughs) The last one was delayed a lot, uh, but this one looks like it's going through normal. Um, That goes until November 1st. And RuneScape has their traditional mini quest with new emotes and costumes as well. All right, what have you got, Sasquatch? Well, since we're favorite game updates, one yeah. of the games I play the most is Valorant, a competitive hero oh, yeah. shooter taking place, you know, like CSGO mixed with 
I don't know, any hero shooter like Overwatch. That was the main thing here. Um, they have announced a new extreme competitive mode coming called Valorant Premier, and it's receiving an alpha test in Brazil. Um, much like the League of Legends Clash mode, you will make a team for multiple weeks of competition rather than with the League Clash mode, where it's just for a weekend here or there. You'll be with the same team and you'll face competition based upon your team's average ranking and ability, uh, much like the clash mode is. Um, so it'll be a new way for people to get mm. nice, hot and sweaty in the game, uh, even above the normal competitive mode. Um, this is the premier alpha taking place in Brazil. Um, so they'll be testing the first few pieces of it. The team creation with team logos and colors, server load, tournament play which will include a map pick and band system much like the vct is a premier score which is the which will be the uh qualifying for the end of season tournaments matchmaking and q health throughout the alpha general bugs and a bit more that they did not announce now so yeah can you send uh, me that info? yeah i'm very interested i haven't played much valorant but we're we're looking to start that as one of our next teams for esports at work so uh i need to start uh getting into it and doing some research on it uh this alpha is only 60 percent of all the planned features and functionality um so yeah there will be whole features that are not available in the alpha test in brazil so there'll be more stuff on the way kind of like how they rolled out everything with league of legends clash which is a smart way to do it all right and that's what i got all right well it looks like that's going to do it for news this week then uh what have you been playing the last couple weeks there sasquatch um i've taken a break from destiny 2 because i'm salty that they locked the Meet cosmetics for Festival of the Lost behind another $10 paywall for two weeks of content, which you can buy a full season for of 90 days of content. So I've decided to strike against that and haven't checked it out. So no Destiny 2 for me. Um, then you, you know, they do appear in the Bright Dust store as well, right? OK, you know what I get in the Bright Dust, the Bright uh, Dust store? I never get uh, anything like that. That'll be after the event, though, won't it? No, it'll be like the next two weeks. Ugh. Or at least how many weeks are left in this? I think it's actually quite a bit longer. I think it's like November 2nd, isn't it? Or the 5th? Tell me what the, the event ends. Where is the info? Oh, uh, 11 days, 14 hours. Yeah, they usually and, they usually rotate them through the uh, the shop, and then because well, there's any it's usually rotated. Obtain, it's usually rotated through the shop after the event for people didn't get it, but you also just need to buy it to have a chance without spending your bright dust. Well, it also says bundle price will be reduced for each item already owned. Oh my god! There's another way to just buy them too. Um. Is there just another way to buy them too outside of paying for the two week pass for them? You can just buy the outfits individually as well. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like I, I bought the the warlock and the uh, the hunter skins because I didn't didn't think the uh, the Titan one was as cool. It's the classic Gundam. It's Excelsior. 
Yeah, but I don't, uh, I don't play I, Titan. I hate, I hate the hunter's goatee and the very unique, like every hunter armor set has the one arm and one leg armor. But yeah. anyways, the, uh, the warlock one, however, yeah. like Starscream looks looks phenomenal. Um. Anyways, I've been playing the pre-patch for Warcraft. The new talents are neat. The new talent trees that have returned, I guess, not new. They've just been on hiatus for 10 years. Uh, Valorant, some magic. I'm trying to think. Did I, what did I play on Steam? I played some new game on Steam called Dungeons of Sundaria, um, which is like a third-person dungeon crawler for up to four people in your party. Um, it's in early access. It's a little rough, but I can see it being fun eventually. That's about it. And I've had COVID. I've been playing Coughing Simulator. Yes. Oof. How about you, Doc? What have you been playing? I've been playing Persona 5 Royal, uh, Destiny 2 a bunch because the Halloween event is pretty fun. It's not as good as the Haunted Forest was, um, but it's pretty good. And let's see. I think that's actually it for this week. Haven't been doing too much. Mm. Uh, a lot of work and our stuff. Yeah, same. I haven't really been able to play much of fucking anything. Uh, I got really pissed yesterday because I saw updates were rolling through for RuneScape, and I was like, oh, man, I haven't launched RuneScape in a while. I should launch it up and see how much longer I have on my battle pass because I haven't worked on this battle pass like at all yet. I'm like, I, that's got to be coming up, so I better check it. And it literally ended like five hours before I checked it. Um, oh, no. I was so pissed. So, yeah, I've uh, played a little RuneScape, um, some Final Fantasy, Pokemon Go. That's about it. All right, You're well, pre-installing Modern Warfare 2. Yes, yes. That, that answer will be different next week. Actually, it should be downloaded. It should be done by now. Because uh, uh, last I checked, it said about two hours left, and that was over two hours ago. So it should be good now, unless it was lying to me, which is possible. Um, but Turns out your cat accidentally knocked over the, uh, the PlayStation and oh, the God. Ethernet cord came out. That would happen. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, and come join us here in Discord every Thursday night to check things out live. Have oh, a check out my TikTok. I have a TikTok. It's my same name everywhere. It's very unique. There's cats and video games. He says, like, that as if TikTok isn't already <laughs> filled with cats and video games. Look, man, I'm hopping on the bandwagon. There you go. I hope you get all of the likes. It seems TikTok is fantastic. I need to start putting links to like my Twitch and YouTube. Like it's just instant, man. Like in a couple hours, I'm at like 500 plus views. It's nice. So I recommend using it, you guys. But that would mean I'd actually have to create content. I uh, I have this nice program, like all the gaming stuff I put on there. It's just like from game auto recorders that I like look back on the rec rec recordings to see like what I can do better in certain situations. 
And okay. so I just take that footage and upload it there. It highlights just the kills for me in Valorant. So I upload the highlights as well as aces because everybody loves a good ace. And then I put the rest of it on YouTube, like the full gameplay as well as other stuff from streams. So uh, look at in, look up insights.gg. It's really good. I, it works for fighting games too. It might not auto record them, but you can just pull it up and then record it. You can even record from your desktop. I mean, I I have screen recording software, but... I don't have anything like smart that auto records specific things or creates highlight reels for on their me. on their website. It tells you what specific things it will highlight. It'll okay. auto record I'll definitely check it you, out. So. All right. Have a good weekend. See you next John. week.